This is Together 24-7, episode 81. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, Not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we... We work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to another episode of Together 24-7, otherwise known as the Barry and Catherine Show. Dun-dun-dun! I cannot believe you just did that. Oh, I did that, and we are not editing it out. I'm sure we're not, because you're the editor, and anything that you do doesn't get edited out. If you do something silly, I'll edit it out. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to look bad. Oh, just being near me? How could I? No, no, no. Actually, how could I look bad being next to you? I mean, I could do a lot. But anyway, so today's episode is? Is this a business or is it a hobby? So this comes from our experience, as do most shows. This is our experience having helped people set up barter exchanges with uh, our barter software. Our barter exchange management software. There you go. Spit it all out. Spit it all out. Barter 21, Barter Exchange Management Software, to help you run your barter exchange. <laughs> a lot of the people who've come to us over the, you know, however many years, uh, seven years, eight years, uh, that, we, that we've been in the software business, um, were brand new barter exchanges just starting up. And over that time, there were more often than not um, – People that just, it was a hobby. They didn't claim it was a hobby. They think in their brains it's not a hobby. They think they have a viable business. In fact, we're going through that right now with um, with somebody who owns a barter exchange uh, who wants to protect their territory, but they don't have a territory to protect. We're going through that with somebody else who owns a barter exchange who wants to sell their exchange for a boatload of money, and they don't have an exchange to sell. They both have a hobby. They never had a business. They never built a business. They have no idea what it is to be in business. Although one built a very successful business over over you know period of quite a number of years, sold that business. Um, I I don't know what it is why some people think that um, you know sometimes they can build a business and sometimes they can't. 
And either way, they think it's a hobby. They think their hobby is a business. I, I think, I mean, and I, it's a good parallel, I think, to pretty much anybody starting any business. Uh, this just happens to be our experiences. And the, the old saying goes, if you build it, they will come. Well, no, they won't. Um, people don't realize that when you start a business, it actually takes work. You have to get up off your butt, get outside, meet people, sell them on your business. That's right. You're a salesperson. Hey, look at that. And I, I'm, how many years did I say to my, say to myself and to everybody, I am not a salesperson. But you are. I am. I just don't sell the same way a traditional salesperson would sell. You don't sell the same way that I sell. Right. Even. And I'm, I'm not a traditional salesperson. But you're always on. You're always performing. You're always on. It's always about your business, um, no matter what you do. And, and when people started up like this, a lot of them are working full time. They have a regular nine to five job. And then they're going to try to start a business in the off hours. And you know, that that's perfectly fine. You're, you're starting slow, you're starting part-time, but it ends up as a hobby, not a growing business. So when you start it, you're growing a business. All right. Whenever you start anything from zero to printing business cards, it's a growing business. Well, even if you're in business for 20 years, it's a growing business. It's a growing business, right. It better be. It better be, right. It always be. But how do how do you make sure that in a year, two years, three years down the line, you are still a business, a viable business, you become a full-time business for yourself, and you're not just a hobby? And it all comes down to what kind of effort am I going to put into this? Well, the first thing you need is a plan of action. Okay. You need a plan of action. So you have to put effort into a plan of action. I'm sticking put... with what I said. Yeah, I know. Effort, effort is everything. Effort is everything. And Effort actually is going to run through all these things that we're going to talk about. And the first thing is having a plan of action. You need to know in the beginning, I can put in this much time. Uh, you know, do you have dedicated time to running your business? In the beginning, I can put in this much time. Um, this is what I need to do for the first three months. This is what I need to do for the next three months and so on and so forth. You need to have a plan of action. You need to have an exit strategy from your current business or your current job to your, you know, to this business that you're building. That's real important. And hopefully you're in a position, whatever job that you have, to be able to get some daytime dedicated time. Is it the is the dedicated time that you're that you're giving to the business is the time during business hours of your potential clients. It's so often we've heard people wanting to start a barter exchange, let's use that, and the biggest part of your business is to go out and get other business owners. Yes. Is to go out and and talk to business owners and say, hey, look, this is a great way for you to improve your business. Being and, part of an exchange is a great way to improve your business. And when are these other business owners working? Right, exactly. Nine to five, eight to four, whatever. They're, during their business hours is when you need to contact them. And too often people have come up to us and say, well, I can, you know, I get off of work at five, so I get home by six, so from six to nine, and on Saturdays, I can work this business. Well, if you're calling on a retail store, they don't want to see you on a Saturday. No. No way, no how. They've closed their doors at, you know, six o'clock at night, seven o'clock at night, so they don't want to see you. So you're, you're, Going to make phone calls to people who are there, you're never going to get your business off the ground. So make sure that business hours of your potential clients are some of the hours that you've dedicated to running your your business and getting it up and running. And now that's not to say that there are 
not business owners that are that want to meet you after hours or that want to meet you on the weekends. Um, because one of the places that you're going to meet people are networking groups and or networking events, and a lot of those are after hours. Correct. Which is a great, you know, that's perfect for you if you're transitioning like this or starting up a business. And then you talk to them and you say, hey, it's probably easier for you to meet after hours because I'm not interrupting your day. And, you know, if you put it in that perspective, it may work. Not all the time. But it'll work some of the time. But it gives if you're you, not, it gives you an opportunity to start up to get those few customers and start building from there. But if you're not only depending on the people that you meet at networking events, oh God, no. <laughs> if you're not only do you know, if you're not able to meet everybody that you need to meet at a networking event, and you're not, you need to be making phone calls and setting appointments during business hours. So that's why we're saying that some of your dedicated hours must be during the business hours of your potential clients. Part of your plan of action is going to be when are you making the transition over? When are you cutting the cord either of your current business or of your current job and transitioning over? Because, you know, are you transitioning over or are you hanging on to the idea of being an entrepreneur? Uh, you work a corporate job, you, you know, you're in a corporation, you're getting that steady paycheck and that steady paycheck is really hard to leave behind. It's comfortable. It's comfortable. But, but I have this little business on the side. So I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. And my recommendation is don't say, well, when the income from my new business matches the income I'm making now, I can leave because that is not lighting a fire under your butt. Give it a date. Give it an absolute date. Say, you know, three months, six months, whatever that date is, because then you know you have to be making that kind of money at that time for you to leave that job. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. So don't hang on to the you know, to the ideal that you're a business owner, because you're not. If you're not making money, you're not a business owner. Don't yell at me. That hurt my ears. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at our at listening them. audience. You're yelling at our listeners? Yes. She's sorry. No, she's not. I'm, I'm lighting that fire under your butt. The IRS is not going to let you write off losses forever. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> so, according to our... CPA advisor and my father-in-law. My daddy. Hi, dad. Uh, first of all, he said you've got to go to irs.gov and make sure of this. But the general rule of thumb is that if you can show a profit for one out of three years, so uh, 2015 loss, 2016 loss, 2017 profit, 2018 loss, 2019 loss, 2020 profit. If you can show a profit for one out of three years, the IRS probably won't consider you a hobby. Probably won't consider you a hobby. You need to check that with your tax professional. But if you're dumping tons of money into your business, the business isn't doing anything, you're using those tons of money to, as a write-off, it's choice time. And, and let's not forget this. More than likely, and again... Please don't take what we're saying as law because we are not tax professionals or tax attorneys, but odds are the IRS is going to go after the low-hanging fruit. Guess who the low-hanging fruit is? You be low-hanging. So keep that in mind if you think you're just going to use this as a write-off or if you're just going to keep using it as a hobby. 
it's not. Turn it into a business. Become the entrepreneur that you want to be. Become the small business owner that you want to be and build your business, grow your business, create your legacy. That's right. Because if you're dumping tons of money into a business that you aren't working, that you're just saying, oh, I'm going to go out to dinner and have it as a tax write-off. Oh, I'm going to go on vacation, uh, spend 20 minutes with a potential client and use it as a tax write-off. Oh, uh, oh, I use my home as the office so I could write off my entire mortgage as a, as a right now. Even writing off part of your mortgage. The IRS doesn't like that. For those of you who are listening in the United States, the IRS doesn't like that. For those of you listening in other countries, I have no idea. But more than likely, your government doesn't like it either. Bottom line, you got a choice here. You're either going to put more effort into your business and actually make it a profit center. You still got a lot of tax write-offs, but you want to make it a profit center. Or just stop throwing good money after bad. You know, hey, I'm a corporate person. I like my job. I like working for somebody else. And be done with it. There you go. Some people are risk takers. Some aren't. That's There's nothing wrong with that. That's just the way the world is. And hey, even when you're working for somebody, you're still taking risks in order to climb the, you know, climb the ladder of the corporation, climb the business. So sit down, really, really evaluate. Is this a business or is this a hobby? Have I been doing this for two years, three years, four years, five years, not shown a profit, not made any advancements, not been able to make this my income, not been able to say this is what puts the roof over my head, the food on my table, and pays for the car that I drive. If you can't say that after a couple of years of doing the same thing, you're not in business, you're in a hobby. So you're either, or get off the pot. Oh, poop? Yes. Thank you. Because people couldn't see the expression on your face, so I had to... Well, I, I left it blank as if we had to delete it. Oh. Because I wasn't going to say. Poop. Should I put a beep in there for you? You might. I'm not going to. So, those are some of the things to think about as you're building your business. And if you've been in your business for a while and it ain't paying the bills, take a good hard look. Until next time, then. We'll catch you all later. Catch you later. Bye. Bye bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.